It's hard to say that we're in baseball heaven right now, in the middle of a lockout. But we may not be in heaven. We can talk about angels with Steve Granato of Locked On Angels. And this is Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. MLB Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen as we're available on all your free podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, as the lower third will tell you right now, call me Sully. Today's episode is being dropped on the 9th day of December 2021. As I hinted before, Steve Granado is going to be here from Lockdown Angels. We're going to be talking about his angels and what's been an interesting offseason. And now that we've been locked shut, it's been interesting to take a look back and see, all right, what did they get done? And what will they still need to accomplish to finally bring the trout upstream and in to the World Series. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts, here on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at LockdownMLBPods. Also, that handle for Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Well, let's not jump around anymore. Steve Granato is here. He wants to talk about the Angels. Let's take him out of the waiting room. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, Sully? How you, how you doing, man? Well, you know, it's... It's weird. You know, it's kind of like you, you we're in a lockout, but as someone who has been there for labor, you know, for strikes and lockouts of the past, it doesn't feel the same. You know, it's not like in 1990 when spring training was locked out and the start of the season was delayed or the I remember the strike of 81, strike of 94, the lockout of 95. Those were like gut punches to fans this just feels weird like you know there's a dispute at a christmas tree farm in the middle of august you know it's not the season for it so it's i have this weird sense of all right you're locked out so uh go figure that out you know (laughs) go figure it out it definitely it definitely feels that way. It definitely is a different vibe to it, especially like, you know, I'm a hockey fan. So the yeah. NHL lockouts, I mean, you know, there was, you know, riots in the streets here in Anaheim uh, about that kind of stuff. So those definitely feel those felt a little more legit while this is obviously long standing and was long coming. That's for sure. We we knew this was coming, what, two, three years ago um that this one was coming so in that sense maybe it softened the blow a little bit but yeah mm-hmm. since we're not really like losing anything like yeah we lost the winter meetings and what else do we lose like the rule five draft at the major league level oh, so wow. it's, okay, it feels right. a little strange yeah for sure yeah it's like the minutiae has been lost i tell you i actually liked having that that deadline to make moves it was it made the you know that sort of posturing that takes place of yeah, maybe we'll get something done by Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah probably not. Oh, we can wait him out. It was a sense of urgency, and I thought, you know what? That's pretty cool. I mean, it happened by mistake, 
But I wouldn't yeah. mind having that later on to be like, all right, you want to make some trades? You got to do it before December 1st. Yeah, I felt very uh, NBA. Felt very yeah. NBA. Yeah, in fact, I have a couple. I, I'm, this is totally nothing to do with the Angels, but uh, I'm going to bring it up with with you, Steve, because, you know, like the NBA draft and the NFL draft are are shows that were constructed to create interest in what should be something kind of boring and minutiae and sort of just like bookkeeping. It turns into this great show. Heck, the draft lottery turned into the great show and, and, and with with conspiracy theorists too. You know, I think it could bring out the conspiracy yeah. theorists and like did, you know, was uh, Patrick Ewing's name frozen or whatever so they could make sure he can go to the Knicks and all that stuff. Um, I, here's, you know, baseball can't have the draft be a big thing. It's because it's not the same. You know, you could be the number one pick in the draft, even a number one pick that's hyped like Strasburg or Harper, but it's still a few years before they show up. And so th- I want to, I've said this before, but I'm going to throw this at you. Okay. We're going to get into angels in a minute, but I, I need to bounce this off. Guys. I, I actually think this would be one of the great things in baseball. And we saw the excitement when there's a feeding frenzy. Okay. You know, bear with me. You know that when they have the waiver wire rules and that after, what is it, after uh, July 31st, a player has to clear waivers in order to make a trade, okay? Here's my proposal. On opening day, the waiver wire rules apply. You have to get a player through waivers if you want to make a deal, except... For two 24-hour periods, one at the one-third mark and one at the two-third marks, where it's the purge. No waiver wire rules. Starts at a certain time, ends. You have to have it in the commissioner's inbox by midnight of that time. And in that time, if you want to trade Mike Trout for a, a Krispy Kreme donut, no one could object. No one could block it. Okay. So you have all these trades building up. If you could sneak some through the waivers, fine. But you're like, oh, just get to that trade deadline. And for that 24 hours, there's nothing but crazy trades and crazy trades and crazy trades. And And that's how you do it. Because you're not going to get through the draft and all these other things. But if you treat players like they're baseball cards and you're making trades like you're doing your fantasy team, that what was so cool about the, the December 1st deadline is all the teams were frantically trying to make moves. So create that in the middle of the season. You have two days of just absolute uh, a flurry. Are you going to go for it? Are you not? Do you do this and this and you make the piles of trades? That's what I would do. Thoughts? That's an idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's an idea. That's something that exists in your brain. Uh, If you're being honest, Honest and I'm making hundred percent honest. I'm one. There's not one ounce of me that's kidding about that. Sully. Yes. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Not it gonna should. That's <laughs> not how anything works. It should. I, I will concede. That would be wild. It would, it would be, be very. What it would be the one sixty two of the front offices. Yes. Yes. Every Never gonna happen. Sully. Twitter. Have I told you about my fire. idea? Baseball Twitter would catch on fire. Have I told you my idea to save baseball? I don't know if I talked about this last time I was on this. Is I know it, how to save is baseball. 
Okay, is it more sane than my idea? Yes. Okay, but I love my idea. It's a idea. rule change. It's a okay. rule change. Okay, let's hear it. Let's throw it. Give it. Give it. I'll, I'll on, give, give it to give you it. quick. I know we got to get to the way, By the way, Steve, I'm going to pause you. I have a title for this episode. Sully and Steve save baseball. I got it. I okay. got it. We're Ready? in. Here, We're in. Here is the magic idea. At Rob Manfred, I'm saying it to you, throw it in the CBA. I know rule changes are off the table, but throw it into the CBA. Here it is. Save baseball this way. It's called the free sub. At any point in the game, for the first nine innings, and then if you go into extras, you get this as well. You get an additional. At any point in the game, you can put any player in, subbed in or out, at any point anywhere on the field. So if Mike Trout comes up in the ninth inning, ties the game with a solo shot, he touches home plate, grabs the bat again, and he can hit for the next guy. I hate it. My idea makes I more love sense. it. My, my, my idea makes more sense. Starting pitcher gets pulled. Starting pitcher gets pulled in the sixth, and he knows – we pull, go to get a reliever, guy comes in, boom, gets the next guy. And you want to get Max Scherzer back out to face the next guy because he's batting 100 in his career against him. Get back out there, Max. Or you want to pull him into the ninth to close it out after he pulled in the sixth. Anything you want, free sub, 100%. Anybody on the roster is A-OK, ready to go at any point. Okay, here's, here's, here's two things I'll say. Uh, I like it better with the pitcher than the hitter. Okay. Uh, I, 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 you could, you can get me to listen about the pitcher. I, I can't go there by the hitter. This is the whole How idea. Amazing the, would that be? Just think about it. Just think about it. Shohei goes deep. With Shohei hits a slam. All right. <laughs> he touches home plate. He walks to the dugout and he grabs the bat again. But and he comes a, right you, back you out. You can only do it once in the game. Only once. Once every once per nine innings in the first nine innings, and then if you go extras, then you get an additional for however like. That's it. Like you get one in extras, and they cannot compound. So if you don't use it in the first nine innings, you can't do two in you know in the tenth and then the eleventh or whatever. They only get one per nine or an additional in the in the extra set. All right. Um, Shohei to the plate twice in a row. What what if Shohei hits back to back bombs by himself? Come on. How does that make more sense than my draft day feeding friends? Because it's fun. Well, so is my thing. <laughs> but mine's on the field. All right. Do you think? Okay. Let's 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 break this down. <laughs> what are the odds of yours being done or mine being done? What do you think? What do you think the odds? Mine, mine would be the odds of mine happening would happen more in like the Atlantic League. Like they would mm-hmm. that would be like, here you go. Let me ruin your life and give you this new rule. That's what mm-hmm. they would do for that. Right. But what about for mine? I mean, it's 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 creating something like the draft. Never going to happen, life. Sully. That's well, do you not what? how anything Look, works. It's a long shot, I admit, <laughs> but I'd put money on it. If you're going to make any bets, go to Bet Online. It's the number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head for the new, updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, baseball rule changes, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Las Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Now, let me tell you something. Last year, we had the Red Sox in the postseason, we had the White Sox in the postseason. How can Sox show up more on this podcast? Well, let me tell you something. We're talking about stance. Stance! Socks! 
Now, these are not SOX. These are SOCKS, and the CKS stands for quality. Now, I've been hearing a lot about stands and apparel, and because they just launched a new line of active apparel, and it's the holiday time, we're giving gifts, and what do people love to get, Steve? What do they love to have under the tree, in the stocking, or by the manure? What do they love to have? Those stance socks, baby. Socks, man. Socks. Give me more socks. It's the coolest gift you can give. Now, look at You can share how it's incredibly comfortable. And they're well-made. They're socks for shirts, joggers, hoodies. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. And do you know what? These were founded way, way back in 2009. To give you an idea of how long ago that was, the Yankees actually won a World Series that year. Now, Knocked us out in the ALCS. Thanks. I just don't. I'm sorry I mentioned 2000. <laughs> you do this to me every time, Sol. I know. I swear. Do you want know I need to do? I need to appease you with getting you some socks. Now, what can, what can you tell me about Stance socks? Because I think you know how soft and comfortable they are. And they've got great designs like the Batman, Star Wars, Pixar, Harry Potter, Marvel, Bob Marley. I mean, your normal lineup of socks. They what are, you they are legit. They are legit. They are actually very, very soft. They actually are very, very comfortable. You know you can trust them. Major leaguers wear them. Minor leaguers wear them. High school players, college players, they are actually, like, they make a line for baseball. They also make the regular old line. But those socks, I've worn them, dude. They are legit. Let me tell you something. They believe, the good folks at Stance, believe that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. So go see for yourself. Register for account at stance.com. Get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on. Check out to apply. Enjoy the color, comfort, and a less life less ordinary. Easy for you to say with stance socks. Not a bad attempt at an ad. But okay. I'm here with Steve Cornett. How are you doing, man? All right. Well, we just saved baseball with your sub. Now, by the way, talking about ads, they could pay for it immediately with Subway. The free sub, the Subway, the Subway sub. Done. I was right there. Mike, the Trout, Mike Trout already does ads for them. Which, why, why doesn't he? Side note, this is off-season talk, man. Why in the world did Jersey Mike's never reach out to Mike Trout? I don't know. What, what don't happened? At Jersey know. Mike's, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. You know what they did? They they should have some built bars. Oh wait, no, that's not the copy we're reading today. Not today. But not today. <laughs> Tomorrow. Built bar. <laughs> built bar. You got one for free right there. Absolutely for free. So, um, how else are we going to save the game? I mean, here's something. I mean, I mean I, I'm you know I'm actually serious with my idea, and you thought you think I'm bananas. I think you're bananas with your idea. Okay, there are things like that. What do you think of realignment? I think I think this is my personal opinion. I think baseball, if we're going to have a universal DH, okay, and I'm not a fan of the universal DH because I like the different rules, but I also don't want to scream at the tides. It's coming. So if they do have the universal DH, then there's no difference between the American League and the National League. So why are we pretending there's a difference between the American League and the National League? Create four regional divisions – North, South, Central, West have very natural rivals, Dodgers, A's, 
you know, Giants, Angels, Padres, Mariners, you know, they create the West. You have the Red Sox, Mets, Phillies, Yankees, all in the same division. And then you have your regional playoffs. And then the, you have like uh, the equivalent of LCS and that leads to a world series that we have at the end. I mean, I, that's, if we're going to go universal DH, then I just think put two sticks and dynamite in and just go with what the reality is because there's no longer a big rivalry between the American league and the national league anymore. It's all major league baseball. So why, why fight that thoughts? Well, I mean, we, we, we already have that in every other sport, Mm -hmm. AFC, NFC. Well, we don't, we don't in football. We don't in football. You could have a super bowl between the, the giants and the Patriots. Or the, I'm or not the a Patriots. Guy, so that's well neither am I. Head. Neither am I. But you have the <laughs> NFC and the, well a, the, the NFC and the AFC. You could you could conceivably have a Jets Giants Super Bowl. You know, and so good on I them. Mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't follow. So, I don't follow I'm not, not a huge fan of realignment, and it to tie it back here to home on the West Coast. I don't. Where want, I am too. Where I am too. I know you are. I don't want the. Yankees Red Soxification of Angels Dodgers. The mm. oh Sunday night. Guess guess what's gonna be on ESPN tonight? I have zero interest. I don't want that to happen. To Angels Dodgers. Part of the reason why it's so fun when it happens is because it only happens four times a year: two here and two there. So that losing that is a bummer. Two baseball fans will never go for it. They will scream to the heavens. They already hate Rob Manfred enough. They would mm-hmm. never. They would never do that to make it even worse. I like American National. It keeps the tie to the to the old standings of the early 1900s. Um, you know, keeps America's game in that regard. I, I mean, this is the only sport where there's rule differences between the leagues. It, it, it well, that's why I like. That's no why sense. I don't want a universal DH. That's, well, that's why, why I do because not... I don't want to see Ross Stripling bat. I don't care. I like the weirdness of it. I did, you know what? And I, I know it's illogical, but I do like that there are two different brands of baseball. I do. And I just think that, and I enjoy both of them. I love the DH, and I love the weirdness of trying to figure out how to get around the pitcher's batting. Now, it's become less of a strategy thing now that we have pitchers only going four innings. You know, it's become yeah. less of a strategy since everyone's doing the whole, you know, uh, playing the game like it's the all-star game where everyone only throws one inning um all right here's another thing here's another way okay because i want to address that okay i uh, there is a little bit of old man sully going on here because i do miss classic pitcher's duel that's something that was totally taken out of this year's postseason with one or two exceptions the there was no sense of oh, there's a personality to this game based upon the starting pitcher because the starting pitcher only went three or four innings and then it's a parade of relievers. And so it just feels like the same game. One of the things that makes baseball unique is that the best team in baseball could lose to the worst team in baseball if the pitching matchup is one that favors the worst team. But if you're only going to start the starting pitcher for the first three innings, it's going to be a reliever parade then it evens things out and I think makes it a little more dull. My idea is this, okay? You get four pitchers per nine innings. 
four pitchers. Save injuries. Now, save injuries. You save injuries, but you're also like, look, if the guy gets bombed early, you got to make sure you have someone. And, and you hand in the lineup card. Here are our four pitchers for the day. Sheesh. Okay. Okay, maybe that part is not. But okay, all right, maybe I was that. Like, okay, then to say now you're twenty five, you're rock right, right. Okay, fine, fine. But I so say you get you can use four pitchers over nine innings. Okay, and so that means if your pitcher gets bombed, you better use your long relief guy. If your pitcher goes deep into the game, then you can mix and match at towards the end. But it creates an incentive to not have the parade of pitchers and this is a rule change which i say tongue-in-cheek but the more they did it the more i realized i'm 100 percent serious if there's two outs and nobody on and you make a pitching change you lose your first round draft pick <laughs> solely or you're fined you're fined a million dollars two outs that's nothing to them <laughs> two outs nobody on better bring it I went to an Angels Mariners game this year. There were two outs, nobody on. Jared Kelenek, Kelenek, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Kelenek. was up. At the time, he was batting 134. Okay. He was batting under 150, whatever it was. It was under 150. Two outs, nobody on. Man said, oh, better bring in the lefty to get this guy out. He's batting under 150. Maybe, just maybe, the pitcher could get him. Okay. You know, it wasn't. And then because you talk about pace of play, it's like two outs, nobody on. Stop the game. Come up. Take you out. He comes in. He warms up. He comes out. He grounds out. And then everyone walks up the field. And there's been no there's been three pitches thrown over 15 minutes. Okay, there you go. There you go. Send send them to the bargaining table, Tony Clark. There you go. He's ready. There to has to be some penalty for two outs, nobody on pitching change. And that's I've that. spoken. We're here with Steve Granado of Lockdown Angels. We're trying to save the game of baseball. This is what happens uh, when two guys are trying to figure out what to do in a podcast with us a lockout. We're, 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 we're in the bargaining table. Hey, well, I did promise to talk about this for a second. Uh, the Angels seem to be hell-bent to win the 2015 World Series. Um, oh, <laughs> before on, they wanted man. to win the 2011 World Series. you got to do this to me every time? All right, okay. But the, the, but like their big acquisition was Syndergaard. Yeah. And Oh, let me put it this way. Uh, maybe I'll change it a little bit. Uh, Epler went to the Mets, and the Mets have gone to the Angels. Like Aaron Loop and Syndergaard are coming over. Um, not Stroman, though. And not Stroman, No. Um, I, by the way, I have to admit, I was really surprised that Stroman didn't go back to the Mets. I thought he was, I thought he was going to head back there. I'm very surprised he went to the Cubs, you know, a rebuilding team, but only you know, ballpark they, he's never pitched in. Yeah, there you go. Well, guess what? He'll, he'll pitch in at least once. Um, what's your thoughts on Syndergaard who obviously when he's healthy, he's an outstanding pitcher, uh, that when healthy part is the trick and, uh, and Aaron loop, by the way, uh, Met fans I know were more upset that Aaron Loop was gone than Noah Syndergaard because Loop had a terrific year with the Mets last year and would have been a huge, huge factor in the bullpen for the Angels. So, what are your thoughts of what the Angels did? Uh, you know, with the the door coming down with the lockout coming about. Yeah, I'm stoked about Thor, man. I I am very high on him. Uh, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be as high on him 
had 2021 not happen the way it happened for Shohei Otani. Um, right. And the Angels have made some front office changes um, and are starting to work with – they hired a guy who is uh, a former uh, driveline employee. So I'm very excited about that prospect, about how it could really help uh, Noah Syndergaard moving forward. Um, so I am very amped about that. The six-man rotation is going to help him out a lot. He's going to get a couple extra days of rest. He doesn't have to be trusted for 200 innings. Uh, he would never get there anyway because, no. of, you know, that's just not going to happen for him. Um, but for him to have to throw 130, um, okay, now we're talking. And if those are Cy Young level, you know, 130 innings, then the Angels just got a hell of a lot better. Or even so, just good. I mean, yeah, even if he's good. You know, like, yeah, obviously you want him to be a Cy Young contender. And he has been a Cy Young contender in the past. He's been a wonderful pitcher for the Mets. But even if you're just getting a good, solid pitcher. Yeah. I mean, even if you're getting just an all star. Yeah. I mean, right there, you know, you pile enough of those up, uh, that will lead some, that'll lead somewhere. I mean, we do, as we've, we've said before, you and I have talked about this, that we believe that, you know, the A's are going to start the rebuilding process. You know, the writing's on the wall, especially when Bob Melvin left. Uh, Now the Rangers are the interesting one, because when we last left, when you and I last talked, the Rangers hadn't gone on that Brewster's Millions supermarket sweep signings of every you know Seeger and Simeon and there was they, they, they were just grabbing all these players for a team that lost a hundred games last year to you know if they improve by 10 games they're still a 90 loss team I mean this is there it's always weird when a team goes on a wild spending spree when they stink it happened to, I remember in 20 after the 20 I think it was after the 2014 season the Padres decided we're going to be good this year. And they traded for a bunch of players and everything. And it was, it was a mess. They weren't ready to contend yet. And, and I can't help but wonder, and they didn't cost many prospects, of course, but I can't help but wonder if that's a little bit what's going on here. And the only reason I'm bringing them up is the angels have to leapfrog a few teams. If they want to finally deliver a title for Mr. Trout. And the teams in their way would be the Angels, the Mariners, Houston, and Texas. Um, I think Houston is still going to be good. The Mariners, I think, are going to be very good. The Angels are going to be rebuilding, and I don't know what the Rangers are going to be. Um, what are your concerns about the AL West, assuming we have a full season in 2022? Well, first off, the Texas Rangers are the 2024 AL West champions. Um, <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now, with Al Leiter and Cole Wynn, being the one-two punch in Arlington, be ready. That is going to be a ridiculous combo. I've seen Colwyn pitch when he was 18 years old here in California. He is coming. So I am not looking forward to Al Leiter and Colwyn games one and two of the ALDS. So not looking forward to that. 2022, very concerned with the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Very worried about the Seattle Mariners. The Angels stuck it to him at the end of the year and stopped their pursuit of the postseason. Jared Walsh, thank you very much. Shohei Otani, thank you very much. But those are I, – I, you always have to worry about Houston now. It doesn't matter. You always have to worry about Houston. Um, obviously not concerned with Oakland at this point, but Seattle is is definitely the team to be worried about, and that's, that's what keeps me up at night. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the Angels have a shot? They got to get one more, man. They got to get one more. They got to get another starter. 
Yeah. They need another starter, man. They just straight up need another one. Well, um, let me ask you. Let me ask you because it seemed like they were kicking the tires on a bunch of the pitchers in Cincinnati, whether it was Luis Castillo or Sonny Gray. You know, like uh, I thought Castillo was would be a fantastic fit in Anaheim. And yeah, the only thing is I'm worried about is losing Adele or Marsh. That's the that's the biggest talk of the town. The Angels don't want to lose Joe Adele. They don't want to lose Brandon Marsh, and I am right there with them. And that's what the because that's what the Castillo trade is gonna gonna garner. Okay, I'm gonna go right back to this. I'm gonna go right back to this. You and I may have talked about this already. So if I'm repeating myself, I know you you got to get out of here in just a second. I'm reminded of the trade that the Rays and the Royals made, where they dealt away Will Myers. You don't want to trade away Will Myers, man. You don't want to trade away Will Myers. He's gonna be the star. But you know what you're getting in James Shields, and they also threw in. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. They also threw in Wade Davis, who just kind of sort of became a relief star for them when they won the World Series. But by getting that pitching depth, that's what helped turn that team around. Yeah, it cost him Will Myers, who turned out to be a good player. But do you know what? You know what you're getting pitching wise out of Castillo, and you can get an outfielder. You know, I, I'm is... sorry. It's easier to it's easier to fill in the hole of an outfielder. You can grab a Solaire, you can grab like what the, the freaking Braves did, you know, and picked up an AL, an NLCS and a World Series MVP for their troubles than it is to get a pitcher of Castillo's quality. I'm, I'm sorry, the Angels need a starting pitcher more than they need a doubt. Trust me, I know. I, I, I watched this team. I know the Angels need pitching. But I just sully explained you. I sully explained you the Angels. But 2022 might not be the year. That's the problem. And I've talked about this a lot on Lockdown Angels. Locked on Angels on YouTube. Um, but I talk about this a lot. Competitive windows are massive, and they have to be. Just look at the Dodgers. Look how damn good they've been for years. One World Series. One World Series win. So you need to get there as many po- times as possible. 2022 can't be the only year you're going for it. And I know Castillo's got a couple of years of control. But again, here come the Rangers, and it's just going to get tougher. The Rangers are getting better. The Mariners are getting better. The AL West is now set to be one of the hardest divisions in baseball. Yeah. you got to face them 70-plus times. And you are going to need the death because right now, if the Angels have to lose Adele slash Marsh as an and to get Castillo, the Angels don't have a right fielder. And their system does not have enough strength and depth yet. They're not quite there yet. Their young outfielders aren't quite there yet. They need two more years. So it's not like you can just call up a Wander Franco and, okay, he's in right field. Because right now, if Adele and Marsh leave or somebody gets hurt, the Angels are screwed. They're just screwed. They have no depth in the outfield right now that is ready for the majors. Because right now, your outfield, starting outfield, opening day, is likely Justin Upton in left, Trout in center, and Marsh slash Adele in right. If one of those guys gets down and one of them's traded, who's, who's playing right? Who's playing right field? So wow. it's just it's it's tough right now. If the Angels had a little more depth at the Triple A level in the outfield, then I'd be like, okay, maybe there's something there. But Jeremiah Jackson's just not ready, and they got some guys that are just like fringe. They're just not quite ready yet. All right. Well, this is. But do you know who is ready yet? Steve Granado, the host of Locked On Angels. Steve, tell people where they can listen to your podcast. Everywhere. If you're listening to Locked On MLB, you can listen to Locked On Angels. It is a very fun show. It is a very community-driven show. We make sure to get the Angels community involved all the time at Locked On Angels on Twitter. And, of course, Locked On Angels, every podcast. Look on YouTube. You'll find it. And this is coming from a native of the East Coast who was there 
in New York when it was Red Sox, Yankees during the 90s and the 2000s. Angel fans are really great fans. There are a ton of them out there. It's a really popular team down here in Southern California. Their fans are passionate. And you know what they want? They want to see a World Series with the best player in baseball playing in it. But you can so get does Steve. all of Japan. Exactly. Exactly. And so do I. I want. Look, I'm not an Angel fan by any stretch of the imagination. I just want to see Mike Trout in the World Series. My favorite non-Red Sox player of all time was Ken Griffey Jr. Never got to see him play in the World Series. Never. I don't want to see that happen to Mike Trout, and I want to see him happen with the Angels. He's already the greatest Angel of all time. So we saw Salmon in. Now we need the trap. But, hey, thanks for making Locked On MLB your first listen. Uh, We're available on all your podcast platforms. Make Locked On Angels your second listen. And your third listen, why not Locked On Bets with your boy Q and expert analysis from Lee Sterling for all your gambling needs. Well, we saved the game of baseball. Now we got to save the Angels. This has been Locked On MLB. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Steve, what can people call me? Call him Sully. I'm right, you can't.